Hello, and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Ben Blancara with Rackspace Technology, the world's leading multi-cloud services provider. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Nali Mayotu, Chief Data and Analytics Officer at FNB South Africa. Good morning, Nali. How are you? Good morning, Ben. I am awesome, and I hope the same for you too. Absolutely. So I'm curious, was, was in, in your brain, did you have like a, a mental model or a framework to, to guide this, to your, your actions? And like, what kind of metrics did you track? All right. Um, so I think for me personally, and I think even for some of the other CDAOs, one of the biggest mental models that uh, we utilized was um, the circle of competence. Um, I know it's been made very famous by Warren Buffett. And I think for me, what's... What I like about this particular mental model is applying that model involves actually identifying what lies within your circle of competence and then making decisions and taking actions from within that circle, right? So once you assess a challenge in terms of that circle of competence, it then provides you with a guide as to the sort of action that you should prioritize and invest in. And for me, normally there's like three choices that need to then be made, right? Do you pass on it by letting it go and not engaging with it if it's something that you don't understand? Or do you learn about it by developing expertise and growing your circle of competence as a result? And then lastly, do you outsource it by consulting or engaging or partnering with somebody else who has the same issue within their circle of competence, but also have the expertise? And I think with regards to this mental model, what it actually meant for us was we weren't then just focusing on data literacy. It became a conversation about data literacy versus business literacy. So mm. what that meant is us as the technical people needed to meet business where they were because they're mm. the ones that are trying to extract. With, so they're the ones that actually need the data that we're producing to make decisions. So what we then went on was a journey of actually creating common terms um, that were common, not just from a technical perspective, but from a business perspective too. So that actually then meant we all had the same understanding of what things meant. So we're literally saying from the same hymn book. And then that would make life a bit easier because when you're creating these data dictionaries, right? You would mm -hmm. then include the technical definition versus the business definition. So everybody would then be um, clear on what those terms were. So it's creating common language. And then secondly, um, what we then also did as part of this circle of competency is actually also understanding where people stood with regards to their data maturity. So we actually did data maturity assessments, right? Um, in different business units. So that would actually help us understand the baseline or foundation. So if you're going on this data literacy journey, then you actually know what you're actually targeting, right? And what the end goal is um, based on what the outputs of the maturity assessment would have been. And that also then helped us identify um, champions or data literacy evangelists within different teams. Because I think one of the things um, that would be lessons learned in this journey is cautioning from a big bang approach, um, which is something that I think we did initially and it didn't work. 
And then we went back to the drawing board <laughs> to actually then identify that you actually need data champions or data literacy champions, right? And those are the people you actually want to take through the journey first, um, train them, get feedback from them to actually understand what's working and not working. And more importantly, actually assess their skills before and after um, the literacy program. And more importantly, give them the ability to practice what they've learned, right? And if you remember part of the circle of competency uh, mental model, the last component is outsourcing and it actually talks about collaborating. So this is where we get to collaborate with those champions or evangelists that sit in business. So they would know more about operations than we do, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it would actually help us actually create data, a better data product for business as a result because of this collaboration that we actually did. My gosh, yeah, there's there's just a lot packed in that that last three minutes now. That was, and so what I heard is like Warren Buffett, you know, best <laughs> investor ever. He might know a couple of things. And, yeah. and I love this notion of, you know, there's some things you just like, I don't need to know. <laughs> Move on. There's some things I, I decide, here's what I learn, I invest. And then there's the, hey, I can outsource this and partner with folks. So that that's sort of a, a starting point for where you invest in, in terms of this, which is really cool. And I'm reading this back because this just sounds like a playbook. This is kind of like, you know, Nolly's playbook. And so I'm writing this down. Like first, this notion of you got to meet the business where they're at, right? You are, we are serving them, right? They've got to make, so I've got to meet them wherever that, they can't come to me. We got to create a, a common language, your data dictionary. So we're talking, you know, not past each other, but to each other. That's, that's smart. And then I love the notion of, you know, let's let's sort of do a little benchmark. Let's do a little assessment here to, to make sure we have a way to gauge progress and see where we're going. Then you're really smart with, you know what, maybe we'll start with some champions and 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 do you know a little, you know, assess, train, practice, and let them become sort of the advocates. And then I, I love sort of this notion, and this is sort of my next question is sort of this notion of setting expectations, right? That, that, that you did, a, it sounds like you said, you know, we, we did a big bang. Then we said, eh, we probably should set our expectations a little bit differently from that. Because a lot of this is, is, is getting leadership sort of buy-in and understanding, right? And so let's talk a little bit about that. What, what, the, what were some of the things you did to, to manage up, right? Because it's sometimes it's not about the people you got to train. It's, it's the bosses you got to, you got to keep happy <laughs> because they're juggling sort of investments in other areas and they, they're always thinking about that. So what, what were some of your strategies to manage up, Molly? How did you set expectations? Um, ben, if I'm going to be honest with you, it honestly was not that hard for us, right? Okay. So our CEO of the bank, um, Jacques Silius, he actually understands the value of data. It honestly is also part of his strategy. And this is something that he also said a couple of years ago when, we were, uh, when he was formulating the strategy for the bank. Um, he actually said that data should literally be at the center of everything that we do. So no decisions in the bank should be made if they're not underpinned by data. So that's what I'm saying. It wasn't really hard to sell up because he yeah. really brought the motion <laughs> and it put it down. And then uh, from a first round perspective, if you remember, I mentioned um, that's our parent company. We've got um, Christophe Uvot, who is actually the first round chief data analytics officer. 
And for us, he was also singing from that same hymn book, right? Of data literacy. Um, so we literally had those senior leaders as our champions. Um, and honestly, that would then cascade down to everybody else below them. And for me, even the fact that we've ended up putting um, data literacy in our scorecards, right, as the executives um, has actually made that difference. Because as you know, in data, if you're not measuring it or tracking it, it honestly isn't happening. Right? <laughs> so if it's in the scorecards, um, that actually means that we are actively tracking it. And I think the other thing was, um, one of the things that we also did, if you, um, you remember I mentioned working with the L&D team, the learning and development mm -hmm. team. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the best things that we actually did for people to actually see also the value, we actually created videos with the learning and development team as part okay. of the data literacy journey. And um, in the videos, we actually are navigating over the different data products. So let's say it's a dashboard. Mm -hmm. So you actually have a video to actually explain what that dashboard is about. And actually you explain the navigation, the filters, how you drill down and, and, and. And then those videos, they're made um, part of the e-learning guides. So if there's any new joiners, they actually get to access those. Oh. Um, if you go to that particular visualization tool and you want a refresher, you can click on the video. So it actually made, it, it, the way the videos are so simplistic, it literally made everybody be able to actually understand. And it kind of helped with trying to convince um, the leadership team on the importance of the data literacy because they could visualize it and actually see it and even themselves go through the videos and see how simple and effective that they were. Um, so yeah, I, I, we didn't have a really tough time. And with also that being said, um, part of the, one of the things that we did, which was championed uh, by Christoph, is um, masterclasses. Um, so okay. part of this data literacy program is also understanding that different people learn differently, right? Mm -hmm. um, so whether it's a classroom setting, whether it's a team's call, um, whether it's master classes, um, different types of e-learnings. So those were actually different learning modules or outcomes that came out of this. Um, even meetups that actually happen. So for us, that has actually helped with the buy-in and actually get traction of the buy-in throughout the organization. Nolly, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, folks, please visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. Thank you all. Thank you.